Welcome everybody to From the Preacher Study. I'm Bob Hutto. I'm the preacher here at the Oak Mountain Church of Christ. And along with me is my brother, my colleague in this effort, uh, Kevin Clark. And uh, we've been working with this format for quite some time. We have. We, have. Uh, we both enjoyed it we and do. benefited from it. Yes. Uh, you know, sometimes it's the the after program that's, uh, that's, that's interesting and Very enjoyable so. Very as much well. So. It's the discussion that, that doesn't go out on the air That's right. that yeah. we enjoy, but that's just part of being together and talking about spiritual things. Right. But we're glad everyone's with us in our study today, and we're going to continue to talk about the use of our speech, the right. use of our tongue, and try to encourage appropriate use of that and discourage inappropriate use of that. And so that's what we're going to do today. Kevin, got any yeah. introductory comments? Well, I just want to thank everybody again for tuning into the podcast. Uh, we really believe in the value of God's Word, and that's what we're exalting. And you, by virtue of your participation, are showing that you also value God's Word. It's always important for us to turn our thoughts and our minds to what God has instructed us. And, you know, it's really a blessing to think that the God of the universe who created everything that we know of took time to give this word to us, to reveal his mind to us, and that we can understand that and that we can live in accordance with that. It really is a, a great blessing uh, so that we can be lights in a sea of darkness. Of course, uh, this would not be possible without the efforts of uh, a couple of individuals that I want to point out, as we always do, which is Jason Reed and Mark Townsend, two of our deacons here at the Oak Mountain Church of Christ. And uh, they very uh, generously lend their talents and their abilities and expertise, and they've done so now for a couple years. And uh, we really appreciate yeah. what they mean to us. Neither Bob nor I are very technically savvy, and so <laughs> left right. to us, you would not have this program. And That's so we appreciate yeah. their contributions. Well, we're talking about perfecting holiness in the fear of God, you know, pursuing holiness, mm -hmm. trying to live holy lives. And of course, we learn how to do that from Scripture, That's from right. God's Word. That's and right. so we really want to talk about Scripture and base what we say, really mm -hmm. draw from mm -hmm. Scripture, uh, the content of our of our discussion. We spent some time doing that, and then right. we emphasize how important it is to be holy, to That's be, right. you know, God God's sets the standard himself. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to, you know, raise our thinking and raise mm -hmm. our behavior to that standard, perfect holiness in the fear of the Lord. And one of the ways that we do that is by controlling our tongue, Amen. controlling our speech, and making sure that we use our speech for godly purposes and holy purposes, and we avoid anything that would uh, defile That's defile right. that speech. Amen. We started out in James chapter 3, mm -hmm. and James himself says that our, our tongue, our ability to speak can be used for ill or for good. Mm -hmm. He says in in verse 9, with it, we bless our Lord and Father. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's a, good, that's a thing. good thing. That's right. And with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. James wants us to be consistent. That's right. He wants yeah. us to eliminate the cursing. Mm -hmm. And so he says things shouldn't be this way. You shouldn't have the same, out mm. of the same mouth, blessing and cursing. Eliminate the cursing. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and build up and strengthen the blessing. Amen. We also made the point that what we say is a manifestation of what's in our heart. That's right. Yeah. And so uh, what, whatever is in our heart, whether it's good, will produce good speech. Amen. If it's evil that's in our heart, it's going to produce evil speech. And so that's where the battleground mm -hmm. begins. We talk about controlling our lips or controlling our speech. Right. Well, we want to back up a little bit and control our heart and make sure that we have a, a pure heart. And if we have a pure heart, pure mind, 
then our speech will be pure as Amen. well. Amen. We'll talk a little bit today about taking the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. And this has become, it, it's always been a problem, but it's proliferated over the last several years. And uh, it's very common to hear people take the Lord's name in vain. It's one particular expression you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. I've noticed even little children mm-hmm. that I hear in the mm-hmm. grocery store or mm-hmm. somewhere like that, you know, they'll, they'll use the, name, uh, the Lord's name in vain. Right. It's very disturbing. Absolutely. So we want to talk about that a little bit in our, in our discussion today. Amen. Kevin, you got anything that you want to add at this point? Yeah, I just think it is very prevalent, and, and we'll get into this study, but to take the name of deity and to use it in such a flippant and cavalier way uh, really undermines the, the reverence that God is entitled to. It's a matter of reverence and respect, that that name needs to be used very carefully because the name represents the person behind the name. And so what are you saying about God? What attitude are you displaying to, towards God? And I know people will say, well, these people don't know. They don't understand. That's the problem. That's the problem. They, the, the ignorance is no excuse. You've got to know who you're invoking, whose name you're talking about. The name of God is so powerful, and we'll talk about that in this class. Right. The name of Jesus Christ is the name through which salvation comes to everybody. These are not names you can throw around cavalierly and use them as euphemisms or curse words or things of that nature. You want to invoke the name of deity, you better do it purposely, intentionally, and, and with some design. Right. And so in the Ten Commandments, Exodus chapter mm-hmm. 20 and verse 7, the third commandment is you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. <clears throat> now, that's not repeated verbatim in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. You don't find those exact words in right. the New Testament. But we do find the idea of using abusive speech mm-hmm. or inappropriate mm-hmm. speech, and, mm-hmm. and that is condemned in the New Testament. That's A couple right. of passages we've referred to in our discussion mm-hmm on multiple occasions is Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29. Let no unwholesome word proceed out of your mouth. The word unwholesome is the word corrupt Mm -hmm. or rotten. Mm -hmm. It's used to describe fruit, rotten fruit. Don't let anything rotten or corrupt or disgusting proceed out of your mouth. Right. (coughs) And then Colossians chapter Mm -hmm. 3, a similar passage. He says here, in, um, in verse 8, but now you also put them all aside, anger, wrath, malice, <clears throat> slander, abusive speech. This is a little bit different word. Mm-hmm. This particular word <clears throat> refers to what is evil and obscene, mm-hmm. filthy, filthy speech, mm-hmm. abusive, what is shameful mm-hmm. or dishonorable. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> put dishonorable speech right. away. Don't, don't, don't use that kind of language. And so when you talk about using the name of the Lord in an inappropriate way, mm-hmm. in a dishonorable, mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't honor him right. appropriately. Right. So when we use it in vain, that's that's the problem, mm-hmm. that we're not showing the, as you said a moment ago, the appropriate honor that's and right. respect. We're right. using his name in a disrespectful way. Amen. Well, let's talk a little bit about the significance of the name. Right. And so uh, the name of a person is an important part of his identity. Mm-hmm. Now, our names are fairly ar- arbitrary. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my name is Robert. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you really what Robert means. Your name is Kevin. I have no right. idea have what no Kevin, idea Kevin means. But even, even when that's the case, uh-huh. our name is closely associated with our identity and our person yeah. and our character. And there, there's a couple of passages in the, in the Bible that illustrate that. 
Remember, Abram's name was mm-hmm. changed to Abraham, Abraham right. because he would be the father yeah, of many, many nations. nations. Right. And so that name Abraham suggests that he'll be a father of many. Mm-hmm. Another illustration is Melchizedek mm-hmm. in Genesis chapter four, 14. And then in Hebrews chapter 7, the writer of Hebrews makes a, really a strong point of the meaning of his name. His, his name by translation means king of righteousness, which is right. Mm-hmm. Melchizedek means king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's the city where he lives, Salem. And so he's king of righteousness and king of Salem. And so his name said something about him. Right. Even Jesus in Matthew chapter 1 shall call his name Jesus mm-hmm. because he'll save the people or his people from their sins. And right. so the name Jesus or... Uh, Hebrew would be Yeshua, Joshua, is is associated with the word or related to the word to save. And mm-hmm. so he's the Savior. And so the name says something about the individual who wears that name. Right. Now, the Lord's name, if you go back to Exodus chapter 3, remember Moses mm-hmm. is asking mm-hmm. the Lord, mm-hmm. well, when I go down into Egypt right. and the people down there ask me who sent you, what right. should I say? What, what name should I give? Right. And here the Lord says, uh, you, you say, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say, God furthermore said to Moses, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, the Lord. And so that, that word Lord, all capital letters, is the word Yahweh or, or Jehovah is the traditional pronunciation. And so the name Yahweh is associated with the word to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why he says, the I am, I am the I am. This is right. my name. Right. So the name Yahweh tells us something about the nature of God, right. his eternity. He is the self-existent one. His name uh-huh. reflects that. Right. And so his name says something about his nature. And so when we, when we disrespect the name, you see, you see where I'm going with this. Right, when right. we use the name inappropriately or dis, disrespectfully or dishonorably, we're really dishonoring the, the bearer of the name. That's right. Because the name is associated right. so closely with the individual who possesses that name. Absolutely. Try, uh, comment on, on those things if you well, want. Well, and I, I, in the same passage, uh, Exodus 3, I like it goes on to say, this is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. So as you say, it's a very important name, uh, the name of God. And you're right, when it's used in a flippant way, it shows disrespect to to Jesus or to God. I think about Jesus, uh, you remember, he also identified himself as I am. And the Jews instantly recognized what he meant by that, that that yeah. was ascribing deity to himself. And so there was an association of that name with deity. Uh, and yet we take that name and we debase it and we corrupt it That's right. because we associate it with something else. And even if you say to yourself, well, that was not my intent. That, I didn't have that design in mind. I didn't have that purpose in mind. It doesn't matter because you've taken something holy and you've made it common. And that's, that's what we're talking about, debasing something. The name of God is holy because God himself is holy. The name represents who he is. So we need to show right. reverence for that holiness, reverence for that greatness that he is. Right. Look at a couple of passages in the, in the Psalms, uh, the seventh Psalm and verse 17. And so these passages uh, will emphasize praising the name of God, giving mm-hmm. thanks to the name of God. The seventh Psalm, verse 17 
I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness. I will sing praise mm -hmm. to the name of the Lord most high. Mm -hmm. Well, when we praise the name of the Lord, we don't write his name and direct <laughs> praise to those right. that combination right. of letters. Right. We're praising the person right. who, who wears the name. And so right. that's the point I'm trying to make yes. is that the name stands for the person. person. When you read yeah. statements like this, I'll, I'll sing praise to the name. Mm -hmm. The name stands for the person. I'm, just, I'm giving praise to the Lord Amen. who wears that name. And then another illustration, the ninth Psalm and verse two. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O, o Most High. So the same same idea. Look at a couple mm -hmm. more. Uh, I've got a couple of minutes to go here. The 22nd Psalm and verse 22. I will tell of your name to my brethren. <clears throat> and so there's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell mm -hmm. my brethren mm -hmm. about, well, they already know God's name, mm -hmm. you know. I'm going to tell him about his character. I'm right. going to tell him what he's done for me. Right. I'm going to tell him about his kindness and his generosity and his salvation. I'm going to tell. So again, the name stands for God and his and his character. Amen. So when we honor the name, we honor the person. That's right. When we praise the name, we're praising the person. When we give thanks to the name, we're giving thanks to the person. The name stands for the person that bears it. Look at a New Testament passage, mm -hmm. Acts chapter 5 yeah, yeah. and uh, verse 41, Acts 5 verse 41. So early Christians here have been persecuted. Mm -hmm. The apostles have been in prison and they're out of prison at this point. And verse 41 says, they went on their way from the presence of the council rejoicing that they had been considered worthy to suffer shame for, for his name. Yeah. And you'll notice his is in italics. Exactly. And, for the name. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so the, the name really becomes a circumlocution for mm -hmm. God himself. Right. Remember, Jews developed that tradition. They right. wouldn't pronounce the name right. of God. And so they came up with roundabout ways mm -hmm. of referring to him. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the ways, the name. And so why would they choose that? Because they understood the name right. refers to the person. Amen. And so to take God's name in vain is to use it really to no good person, to use it irrever irreverently. Amen. Psalm 111 verse 9, you know that, Kevin? I don't. Go okay, ahead. Psalm 111 verse 9. Holy and reverend ah, is his name. You knew that. Uh, I you didn't knew know that. that. Passage. I did, exactly. You just you didn't, didn't uh, associate with those numbers. You didn't call that that citation to Thank mind. I appreciate that. Uh, holy and reverend mm -hmm. is his name. Amen. And so if we want to revere his name, mm -hmm. we want to use it in a reverent way, in a respectful way. No, nobody really would want their name to be disrespected or dishonored. Right. You know, we, we wouldn't want that about ourselves. And certainly we don't want to use God's name in that way. As God, as the Lord taught his disciples to pray, he taught them to hallowed. open their prayer. Yeah. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed yeah. be your name. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so your, your name is holy to us. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to use it in a, in a holy way. Um, so people in our world use God's name in vain very frequently, and thus they're they're really dishonoring God. I can't help but think, you know, what's God's reaction to right. hearing His name right. used as such an inappropriate, disrespectful name? Right. Uh, the principle applies not only, I believe, to the name of God, mm -hmm. Jehovah or Yahweh, right. but we have words that we use that are virtually names That's of right. God. God That's is right. one of those. That's right. The Lord, mm -hmm. you know, hear the word you hear Lord used mm -hmm. in a very irreverent yes. way a lot. Right. God Almighty. Yes. You yep. hear that used you a do. lot. Yep. And so those are not maybe technically his name, right. but 
we use them as we names do. of God. And so think, we, we don't want to use those words that's right. irreverently either. And think also the name of Jesus. You hear people who say Jesus or Jesus Christ, and they're not using it in a way of giving reverence, but it's just kind of an expletive. And yeah. I thought, contrast that with what is said in Acts 4.12, where Peter makes this point, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So here's Peter saying, of all the names that have ever been given, there's one name under which salvation comes to all men, and it's the name of Jesus Christ. And then you got this other person who's using it as an expletive. That does not make any right. sense at all. Right. I can't help but think about Acts 19 when mm -hmm, those uh, mm -hmm. exorcists in, mm -hmm. in Ephesus yeah, yeah. tried to use the name of Jesus <laughs> yes, in an inappropriate yeah. way. It didn't work out too good for it them. It did not. <laughs> and I would say this as well. It, it doesn't help the situation much when we use a thinly veiled yes, substitute. Yes, yes, And we don't want to say Jesus' name right, right, or, or right, God or anything, right. but, but we'll kind of substitute mm -hmm. uh, another word. Right. I mean, it really has... Uh, uh, I mean, it's just a thinly, thinly veiled substitute, right, right. and the force of it right. is there's not much difference in, right. in them. Because it calls the, the name. People the know same. what is meant, right? Yeah, and the so, sentiment is the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so our, it looks like our time is out. You know, we we just want to think about think about what mm -hmm. you say mm -hmm. before you say it. Think about your words. Choose them carefully. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew chapter twelve, every careless mm -hmm. word will condemn us. Don't don't use words carelessly. That's right. Use them carefully. We can do that. Amen. That's something we can do if we are intent on doing it and kind of set our minds to it. Very similar concept, Proverbs ten nineteen, in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. So again, the admonition there is be careful how many words you put out there because the more words you use, the more likely yeah. you are to do something that violates the word of God. So we do need to be very careful about our speech and especially when it comes to invoking the name of deity. And it goes back to what you were talking about. If we cultivate in our hearts through a deep study of God's word and a very a rich prayer life, this honor and respect and reverence for God that's going to take care of that because you wouldn't dare use his name when you have that appreciation for how great God is. It's only when we get distance from that, we get removed from that, then we begin to debase God in a way that's, that's unacceptable. Right. We, we want to rise our, up. We want to, to raise ourselves to a higher level. We sure don't want to bring God down and Amen. using his name in a profane way. That's what the word profane means. That's right. It's to bring it down you know, to a very common level. We, we just don't want to do that. Amen. God's name is to be revered. It's holy. Amen. Appreciate everybody listening in. Very much hope, so. hope that we've stimulated some thought, uh, being careful how we speak and the, the choice of words we we use. And uh, maybe we'll, if we've had a problem with that, we'll work on that. We'll make some improvements. Amen. Kevin, would you like to lead us in closing sure. prayer? Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you, bowing our heads in absolute reverence and awe of you, of your might, your power, of your justice, of your holiness, of your righteousness, of your purity. Uh, that we've been talking about so much over the last several podcasts. We're so uh, fortunate and blessed uh, to be children of yours. Uh, we're so very thankful for the life that animates our bodies. We thank you for creation. We thank you for all the things you've given to us, our, our homes, our houses, the food uh, that we eat, the clothes we wear, the schools we go to to educate ourselves, prepare ourselves to be able to uh, provide for ourselves and our families and provide for the needy and certainly to do the work that's to be done uh, on this side of the grave. We're so very thankful for salvation that resides only through your son jesus christ and we hope that all of us that have obeyed the gospel and have become members of your church will remember that we have a duty we have an obligation to share the good news to our neighbors and our friends our co-workers fellow students anybody who has not heard the gospel it's our obligation 
uh, to get that word out to them, to those that fall within our social orbit. So very thankful that you've given us your word that reveals to us uh, the lamp, the light that lights our path as we walk through this world of darkness that's overseen, unfortunately, under the influence of the wicked one. But there can be light, and light comes from you. You are light, and we want to walk in that light, and we want to be holy as you are holy. As we've talked about, this is one aspect of holiness, is to be holy in our speech. Help us to be more careful about what we say and how we say it, and let us think about the impact of our words. Words are very powerful, and they can do very good things, but they also can do very terrible things. And as James says, we need to be careful that we wield our tongues in such a way that we build others up and are consistent in our use of the tongue. This tongue that we magnify you with, we need to be careful we don't tear down our fellow man. We ask that we certainly have an attitude of reverence and respect for you that's cultivated by a study of your word, meditation upon the things taught therein, observations even of the world. Uh, Romans speaks of that, that we can look around and see your Godhead, the power that is demonstrated throughout the universe, the order and the structure that speaks to you and, and declares uh, the, the wonders of your name. And please help us to take very seriously your name. And, and perhaps we could be a better influence to those around us. When we hear people take your name in vain, give us the courage to correct that uh, with humility, but, but also with firmness because it's uh, disrespectful to you and we want to shine that light. We wear your name, those of us who are in your church, and we have an obligation to defend that name. And we certainly want to do that and, and, and bring glory and honor to thy name. We ask you to be with us in this effort. May you continue to bless those who are listening to the podcast. May they continue to have opportunities to tune in, and may we spread the word to others. Maybe those who have never heard a podcast uh, can tune in and hear your word. And let us always, as the teachers, exalt not ourselves, not our ideology, not our traditions, not our preferences, our peccadillos, but no, to exalt your word. That's where the power resides. The power of the gospel to save men's souls is in your holy word that we're trying to exalt through this program. We ask our blessings on this effort and every other that we make in your name. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.